Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tracking. 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. What are you tracking? 651 641 1071. Bradley, why are we asking people Wait, this? How many steps you're doing, your spending habits, your exercise, your sleep, your uh, how much you work, what you're eating, your blood pressure, your heart rate. I could go on how much water, how many calories, your uh, cycle, your alcohol. This is your VO2 all- max. The heck is that? What? Oh, that's how quickly you recover during a workout. Oh, I had no idea. So these are just one of the or some of the many things that people track as we become a world of track and racers. I'll tell you what track and racers means in just a moment. But this is a study, um, and it focuses mostly on the UK. But you know, Americans, I bet, are very similar to the UKans. I think that's what they call themselves. Uckins U- is what I Ukers. Oh, whoops! <laughs> Don't say that. Uckins. Yep, don't do it. Sorry. Mm-mm. Keep going. Carry Buckins? on. Ca- carry on. Carry on, my carry weird son. On. <laughs> uh, Bob Eukers, Uh they love to track things. And I was like, you know, we are literally a nation of people as well who love to track things. Like We get real tracking. Oh, how many steps? I can't believe people who still are doing the steps and the things like... But, you know, look, whatever it takes, sometimes it takes a little, like, goosing to uh you know get some work done or uh you know get your fitness on whatever it is 651-641-1071 and i've got an exhaustive list of all the things and i'm some of these i'm like i don't how do you try what anyway the i said trackers and racers uh racers means apparently the outcome or one of the benefit side effects of all of this tracking is that people like compete with each other oh yeah and I know a lot of workplaces will do things like this, like a fitness challenge or mm-hmm. like a percent body change thing where, you know, whoever has the most change gets a prize. So like sort of gamifying these trackable things. Mm-hmm. Um, 651-641-1071, whatever it is you're tracking. That's why we're asking. That's why we're tracking who's tracking. Yeah, that's what we're tracking. Uh, guess what? We've got Julia on the line. We're going to track Julia. Hey, Julia. What are you tracking? What are you tracking, Julia? I, um, I have two teenage daughters, and I track their phones. Oh, well, yes. Smart move, honey. Yes, you do, and you are correct. That's a different kind of competition. Mm. Yes, yes. Boy, but it, isn't it handy? Right. It's seriously it's, it's so... so it is so handy to have that. It, it also, like, calms you a lot, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, and causes stress and anxiety. 
And they know that I track them, so they know I know what they know. Well, you know what, Julia? And here's the thing I tell my kids, too. I'm like, yeah, guess what? You can track me, too. Right? The joke I, is, I I'm super boring. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call, Julia. Yeah. Uh, tracking her kids. Tracking them mm-hmm. kids. Where you are got they? To. You've got to. 651-641-1071. What are you tracking? I know you're a, a big tracker. You like to track your sleep, Colleen. I am obsessed with tracking my sleep. It's okay. actually kind of a problem. Why? Okay. Well, that doesn't seem... I know. It seems not good. Isn't it supposed to help? It does help me in some ways. But how is it a problem then? It's well, it's a problem because I it's like the first thing I do when I wake up is be like how much sleep did I actually get, which is not what I do it for. The point of it is I really am trying to focus on getting more sleep mm-hmm. because um I was making foolish decisions in the sleep arena and like literally getting probably 5 to 6 hours of sleep a night and it wasn't making me a good person. No. And so, thanks. Um <laughs> So I really am trying to get between seven and a half and eight hours of sleep. And so that's my goal is to have that be my average baseline. Um, And so, yeah, I'm a little bit dorky about it, but it has helped me in the sense knowing what my sleep habits are has helped me in the sense that I go to bed earlier and I'm a lot better about saying, you know what? I can throw in the towel now. So that I don't doesn't need sound to be like a problem. That news. sounds like you're actually benefiting then from tracking your sleep. I think in the long term, yes. In the over, in the big picture, yes. Holly, are you tracking anything? What are you, tra- what are you tracking, Holly? Yeah, I'm tracking my steps. Oh, you're a stepper. Yeah. You're a step tracker. Can I, I ask you a question? Yeah, please. Like, what's your average steppage? Or do you have, a, like, do you keep track of the number? Or you're just like, it's somebody's keeping track of that. Well, I want to <laughs> hit... It, it's arbitrary, but you know, ten to twelve thousand ish every day because yeah. I'm a fitness walker. I go up and down my block, and I'm that's the sound of my pants <laughs> rubbing together. Why are your pants making that noise? Because when you're a fitness walker, you have to wear your windsuit. Oh, I got it. So you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, swish swish. That's so it, that's it, my... it's tracking the gate. Yeah, Tracking well, your, your fitness gate? Yeah, my mileage, because that's my main mode of fitness these days, is I'm a power oh, walker. So you feel like that helps you, like having an idea of how many steps you're getting in in a day? Yeah, it doesn't need to be approximate, but as long as you're around the general target, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, great, that was a nice day. Mm-hmm. A nice day. Done um, and done. So if you guys are tracking, let us know. I will what you t- tracking? What's tracking? What's clacking? What's tracking? I, You know, it's funny. I, it's like Some things are being tracked for me that I don't pay attention to, other than I get an email, like it tells me my... You know, screen your screen time uh, every every Sunday oh, or whatever. I get a, a nice little. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't know. I just like knowing, like, oh yeah, no. Last week, I, I don't know, something happened where I didn't spend a lot of time online, or something happened last week where I was on. You know, so it's just interesting to know. I don't really use it for anything. The only other thing I track is like workouts because our gym we use like a app. And so at, when you finish your workout, you put your information and sometimes people get really competitive and weird about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I most of the time will participate in that. But I'm not a huge religious tracker of things. I will say there are times that I go into my health app because I have an Apple Watch and I'll go into my health w- app and I'll be like, wow, I didn't realize I was able to keep track of that. Like what? Like all kinds of things like um your oh gosh i i don't want to um 
there's like something about like the amount of time you spend on each foot when you're walking. Oh, weird. There's a name for it. Each foot? Yeah, it's like... Why do you need to know that? Well, because it can be indicative of problems with like joints and stuff like that. Oh. But like I didn't know it was a thing. So I was like, what is this thing that I'm, you know, um, so walking asymmetry Okay, is what it is. All right. Your, sta- your downstairs speed, you can track that. Oh my God. You can track your uh, oh headphone... God, it's going to tell me I'm an old lady. Your headphone audio levels... Oh, I don't want that one. Your walking steadiness. Mine is good. You'll be happy to know. Um, yeah, like there's all kinds of weird things you can track. So where can I get this? This is on your health app on your um, iPhone. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I think you might need to have an Apple Watch or some sort of like yeah, wearable tracker. Yeah. yeah. Like, but you can track your blood ox. You can track your heart rate. You can track. Is that a all- breathe? Is that like on the goose? Yeah. Like to save time by a breathe. Your, your blood, blood ox is your blood yeah. oxygen. But remember, we were all obsessed with that at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, and yeah. everybody had those things that you put on your finger. Not everybody, but you would, you know, just to see yeah. you, you want to be above 95. Well, now you can do that on your Apple Watch if you have a newer Apple oh, Watch. Anyway, okay. listen, you could get you could get real, real serious about some of this stuff. And I try not to because otherwise I'm like going to say that sounds like a hypochondriac like dream dream yeah. slash nightmare. Exactly. Exactly. Oh so God, I just, I my just, foot asymmetry is off. I've just been sticking with the sleep and hoping that uh, I can touch well, those eight hours, man. If uh, the UK is any indication, we're all screwed and we're going to be taking, uh, I mean, even on this list of things that people are tracking their chocolate intake. How do you do that? I mean, I just count. That's too One much counts. work. Also, what, Two, what, what for? Three. You know, Sesame Four. Street is really missing a marketing opportunity <laughs> here to make you. us all obsessed with, you know, how many bites of chocolate. We One take in a piece week. of chocolate. We did get this uh, uh, uh. tweet from Michelle. She said, I track my ski runs. And then she's showing me her 24 days, 21 hours on runs. She's had the I runs like for to, 21 hours. I would like to track my runs. <laughs> well, Bradley, that's not a good thing. I think that there probably is an app for that. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. I need the runs app. 421 runs. Mm, good mm-hmm. job. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, one of the other things we're tracking is the publication ship of Benefer mm. Genifer. And I want you to know um, that they're liars. And I'm going to read you Duh. their lies when we come back after this on my talk 1071. Reaches the highest form of success to his kids because of a Jennifer Lopez moment. What? That's the headline that got me started on this road on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. This comes from Entertainment Tonight. It's, it's a, a real good show. show. So, um, but is it though? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched it in a hundred years. But uh, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, they are in a new old relationship. We call it Benifer againifer and it is a publicationship. Bradley, what is a publicationship? It's a celebrity relationship for publicity. Okay, so this article in Entertainment Tonight on ET Online, I should say, is full of lies, and it just is containing lies, uh, founded on a lie. Um, because of lies. Okay. So good. it begins like, like this. So the story is all about how Ben Affleck has really like garnered the favor of his children because he's become a meme. Thank you to Jennifer Lopez. Oh. But the whole article starts out with the following sentence. 
Ben Affleck doesn't keep up with all the hype surrounding his romance with J-Lo. Lies. Lies. He might not, but his publicist sure does. Yeah, thank you very much. So, um, The Tender Bar, which is his new movie, premiered on Sunday at the Chinese Theater. And he, of course, walked the red carpet with the love of his life, Jennifer Lopez. They shared many public displays of affection. Shocking. On the red carpet in front of the cameras. Oh, it just happened. It's right? So natural it was organic. it just yeah, they just were feeling amorous yeah, right there. So they just that. rubbed up on each other. Um but later Ben Affleck had a conversation with E.T.'s Kevin Frazier. And one of the things Kevin Frazier asked him about was becoming a meme while sitting courtside with Jennifer Lopez at an LA Lakers game. And Ben Affleck said the following quote, I'm a big sports guy. Now, this is where I'm like, he is so he is so well trained to have these natural off the cuff. And I'm putting that in super loose quotes conversations. I'm a big sports guy. I'm not a big meme guy. I don't follow the memes. My kids like I'm the memes. I'm a big sports guy. I'm not a meme guy. As if those are two like synonymous things, things. Pretty right? sure lots of sports moments have become popular memes. True. Yeah. Also, uh, whatever. Anyway, go on. <laughs> My kids like the memes. My, oh, okay. My kids like think the highest form of success in life is to become a meme. So in that sense, they have to be proud of me despite outward appearances. I don't He's doing that thing where he's like, I'm old. Ha ha ha. But then he was asked to comment on the hilarious memes of him on. The, and I have not. I have to admit, I have. I'm not a meme gal. Yeah. So I haven't seen. You're more of a sports gal. I'm kind of sporty, but not memey. Um, but so I hadn't seen them. But, you know, whatever. They're memes. They're doing what they do. Uh, anyway, he was asked to expound on his thoughts on the memes. And he said, if I got in the business of commenting on all the memes on the Internet, it would force me to be witty. And I just can't. I just don't have that to bring. So I'm just going to let it speak for itself. Oh, Ben. That Affleck. was just a lot of I, I will say that's a lot of celebrity stuff about nothing. Like and again, that's right? the mark of a talented celebrity is they're able to basically say, I don't know what we're talking about, but here's something that sounds vaguely uh celebrity e now here's where he really brings the celebrity home okay because apparently um j-lo's mother guadalupe rodriguez they're friends they're friends but she had a birthday a big birthday okay. which of course jennifer lope has observed on instagram but ben affleck was asked by kevin frazier would he be celebrating if he had any plans to celebrate his girlfriend's mother's birthday And his response was simply the following. Ready? Tonight I met the premiere of Tender Bar. (laughs) What? His response was to remind Kevin Frazier of where he was. Just in case. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So that it would make print. Like, nah, 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 yeah. I'm good. I'm not going to celebrate tonight, her because tonight I am at the premiere of my new movie, Tender Bar. I'm not there tonight because I'm here tonight at mm-hmm. the premiere of this movie, Tender Bar, for which I am here. Yeah. Please watch this movie. Yes. Uh, it, by the way, Tender Bar will be released in New York and Los Angeles theaters on December 17th. Sam Asgari, like, I'm not here to talk about her. I'm here to talk about my movie. But see, that's the thing that we see that we see with clear eyes. On the Colleen and Bradley show, Team Cobra, um, we see exactly the spin that they're trying to put on this. Like this whole like being asked about the meme and being like, "I'm a sports guy, but I'm not a meme." I guy. also just think it's so interesting in these moments that you have because this is like this is a thing, right? Like I'm sure we've done this, like when we're talking to celebrities, all the celebrities that we've so had on the show, but you know, actually quite a few. Um, but where you do that like small talky thing. Like, it's not about the thing because you've probably been asked a hundred times about the thing. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, that's the the reason we're here mm-hmm. is for the thing. But I think what celebrity tabloid culture indicates to me today is that nobody's really interested in the thing. We have moved beyond being interested in the thing. And we must now be six degrees from the thing such that even if we outwardly mention the thing, like people are just like, oh, this is boring. Why are we doing this? But like, but yet that's why we're all here. Right. We're not paying attention to Ben Affleck for any other reason. This like created narrative about him and Jennifer Lopez is entirely created. Thank you. That is the thing. That is the thing. That's the thing. And so if you're not talking about the the thing thing, is really the suits in Hollywood. Wait, what? I mean, the suits in Hollywood are the reason that any of this is. Oh, sure. 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 Money. Money. Dollar dollar bills. Dollar dollar bills. So they can't just. It's not interesting enough to talk about the thing. You got to talk about another thing, but we all know it's the thing. Tonight, I am at the premiere of the Tender Bar. Tonight, I too. I'm at the, the premiere carpet. of Tender Bar. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebs behaving badly. We have a name for them. That name is G-Bags. after this on my talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. That name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Well, listen, this is not technically a celebrity behaving badly, but this okay. is an organization or a um. Sports organization behaving badly. Wow, sports. Yeah, I mean, it's a sporty thing. I'm a sporty person. I'm not much of a meme person, but so this (laughs) is Ben Affleck. uh, You probably have seen this in headlines, and we just needed to give it its due right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. This happened on Saturday night at the Sioux Falls Stampede Junior Ice Hockey Game at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. Wow, we're getting hyper local. Uh, We're getting super duper local. Uh, This was a um, promotion. Um, by a lender by the name of CU Mortgage Direct. Okay. They were the uh, sponsors of this event at halftime, or I don't know, what do they call it? Is that, is that halftime? 
at a hockey game. Well, they're third, right? It's so in threes, you know, at a break. Yeah, I don't know. That works. They did uh, a little thing where they invited ten teachers to battle it out in the middle of the rink to grab as much prize money as possible, so that those teachers could put that money toward their classrooms. Oh, you mean like... It was called a dash for cash. Okay. Ten teachers on a carpet in the middle of the... um, Well, yeah, because it was on ice. So Oh. uh, They put a bunch of $1 bills on this carpet, and ten teachers had to grab as much cash as they possibly could. (laughs) Oh, my God. And as they did this, the spectators cheered. We have a problem. And this oh, is what is yeah. debaggy about what you're this. Saying. Like maybe we could just give teachers enough money for their classrooms to instead not have of to making make them, them perform a rug in the middle of an ice rink. Yes, thank you. Okay, I, I mean, yeah. Like maybe we can value education and the work that teachers do. Yeah. Um. Or just like you know, this was give schools the money they need to teach kids. Thank you. A total of $5,000 uh, that was donated by the Sioux Falls Mortgage Lender, C Mortgage Direct, also, was dumped in the middle. $5,000. The most any teacher got was $616. You know, look, if if you wanted to, if this mortgage company wanted to donate, like, I think a better thing to me would be like, let's stand in. I know this is going to sound boring, and I can totally, totally imagine the room wherein this idea came about, because I've been in this room before. Mm-hmm. Where Some of my like, best hey, friends are this room. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, we got this money from this mortgage company and we got to give it away to the teachers. Can we do something fun with it? And somebody's like, I know. Let's get the teachers to scramble around on the ice for the money and they can like battle it out. And somebody's like, that is a brilliant idea because all them spectators will love to watch teachers get on all fours and like. Have to stuff, fight for money. Stuff oh dollar bills gosh. in their pants like, you know, a stripper at uh, the Double Deuce mm-hmm. or whatever that place was called. And it's not there anymore. Um. Anyway, so you can totally imagine the world where this happens. But like somebody should have gone, you know, maybe we'll just give the a handful of teachers a check for 600 bucks. And then we'll present it to them during halftime, mm-hmm. and then uh, everybody will have a cheer, and we'll go and back we'll, to uh, go on hockey. with the hockey game. I mean, yeah, I can't. <laughs> there's I, a big pile of duty, and there's a bunch of money in it. Go digging for doo doo. And listen, the person, the person oh, I who I think is a d bag is the person who came up with this idea. Then the person who. <laughs> Said, yeah! said yes to that idea, well, and then again, the person who we, executed that we've, idea. We've been in rooms where ideas are generated, and you just know somebody. But usually there's somebody who's like, yeah, so that's a great idea. Let's play this tape all the way forward. Right? Do you want video of teachers scrambling around for singles on a... Carpet in the carpet? middle of it? Yeah. On, their, on all fours, yeah. crawling around, <laughs> shoving dollar bills in their shirts and their pants. Oh. It is unbelievable and we should be ashamed Mm -hmm. thank you well i'm not ashamed but the people of well this uh it is a shame that teachers have to dip into their own personal funds and would uh be in a position where they would oh for sure you know where this would be 
a way to get more money for their classroom. Yeah. And that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, oof, no, mm-hmm. no. D-bag. D-bags. Okay, South Dakota, keep it beautiful. You're on notice. Um, can we go to Los Angeles? Yes. Good for my D-bag. Who's your D-bag? Dr. Oz. Yes. And I actually, yes. give him one of these Indeed. now. He's earned his wings. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Dr. Yeah. Oz. So, you know, Dr. Fly Oz, <laughs> host of the Dr. Oz show, mm. eponymously named. For now. Uh, well, yeah, actually, that's the story. As expected, that long-running Dr. Oz show is going to end. Because, of course, Dr. Mehmet Oz <laughs> announced late last month that... He's running for office. He's running for the U.S. Senate in the great state of Pennsylvania. He wants to be Senator Mehmet Oz. Where he doesn't actually live, by the way. But that's a separate story. Um, so, Sememeter. I see what you're doing there. Thanks. But what I wanted to share with you, the thing that... This does not make him a D-bag, per se. I mean, there are a lot of reasons you could include him, and we have over the years, on this segment. But in this particular story about how his show will end, Mm -hmm. it is the like follow up to that, which made me go, oh, well, of course. So as was previously reported, um, apparently the program that's going to replace Dr. Oz Mm -hmm. is The Good Dish, which, oh, look at this. It's a one hour syndicated show co-hosted by his daughter. Oh, Daphne. Uh, It'll debut on January 17th in L.A. So, I mean... Presto changeo, keep it in the family. Uh, He loses, you know, his big TV presence on the one hand, Mm -hmm. but keeps it in the family. And his daughter is able to use that as a platform to kick off her career. Again, not that she's not entitled to a career, but you see how this just all sounds Mm -hmm. and looks particularly slimy. Also, I still am not over the fact that Dr. Oz is actually running for office. And I know... Uh, nobody from the state of Pennsylvania, but I don't just know of many people in Pennsylvania who are like, you know what we need? We need the guy who has made a name for himself selling Garcinia Cambogia and other questionable medical cures mm-hmm. on the TV in the year 2021. But what am I, who am I to judge? Maybe he'll win. He'll be you great know, on the Ways and Means Committee. The <laughs> thing I think is so uh, interesting about this is how quickly this you know, the early criticism basically was like, oh, he's going to leave. Now he's leaving his entire staff. And he's like, bye bye. Fend for yourself. I'm going to go and run for office and I can't do this show anymore. Now, that said, I think that some of this announcement has everything to do with like quieting those voices because no doubt his staff now will be working for his daughter now. Oh, and I'm so. Sure. To shut people up from their hues and cries about the staff being without a job. It's like, but look, we've already found the replacement and here it is. Yeah, and I don't know if it's his production company, but I would assume, right, keep it in the family. Mm -hmm. I don't know the the nuts and bolts of The Good Dish. I've never watched The Good Dish. Uh, It is touted as offering simple shortcuts, money-saving tips, must-have trends, and effortless effortless how-tos that will make life easier, more delicious, and more fun. So basically, it sounds like a lot of just, you know, well, it average se- uh, daytime TV. Yeah, it seems like, well, Dr. Oz, that show was renewed into spring of 2023. But because Dr. Oz is running for Senate now, he well, had yeah, to end go. things. Yeah, he had, he had to, to go, go bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Bye bye. And this show is actually a spinoff, essentially, of segments from his show. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. No, uh, it says the Sony's revelation of the show's conclusion was couched in an announcement about the Good Dish, which grew out of weekly segments on the Doctor Oz show. And so, audiences you know, have been loving what Daphne right. Gale and Jamika have been serving up during their weekly segments on the Doctor Oz show for years. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, again, I it's not watching. that I don't understand it. It's that. It just seems so Gross. smarmy, especially when you realize that, um, again, I, I would just like to point this out, that he lives in, t- in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He lives in New Jersey. He's running for Senate in Pennsylvania. Yeah. How does that even work? I don't know. Because I, I think if I remember correctly, he lists his residence as some house. And I shouldn't say because I don't know, but I think if I remember correctly, feel free to correct the record and we'll do so. Um, that he either owns a home in Pennsylvania or there's some family connection. Mm. I'm going to look that up now because I feel like you should tell the His truth. His mother's address? That. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Dr. Oz. Mm-hmm. You're on notice. Yeah. You're not a good dish. <laughs> um, again, I've never watched the show. There is an article. Let's see. He moved to Pennsylvania last year, he says, but more than 20 social media posts in the last three months show him in his New Jersey, man- North okay. Jersey mansion. Okay. So he has an address. He, yes. yes. Oz okay. has lived in New Jersey for about two decades and registered to vote at his in-laws address in Pennsylvania earlier yes. this year. Yes. Make it stop. Yeah. He Sorry. just loves democracy so much. He's Ugh. like, I'm going to go over here and do this for you people. Because I'm such a giver. Yes. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't I don't pretend to know a lot about much. But I don't think Dr. Oz is the best Mm-mm. the good people of Pennsylvania could do. That said, good luck to him. Good luck and to you, And may his sir. daughter do a wonderful yes. job. On, I mean, because that's a great opportunity for it's her. True. Break a leg, Daphne. Yeah. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, all the Kardashians are in on the poor Chloe narrative. Poor Chloe. And I have a narrative that illustrates that when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. It's co- your five eyewitness news weather forecast from meteorologist Ren Claire. Partly cloudy skies today, 40 for your high. Partly cloudy, 36 tomorrow. Or no, tonight. Tomorrow, actually. It's going to be really warm. We got considerable cloudiness. Some afternoon thunderstorms possible on December 15th. Of course. With a high of 53. Melt uh, that snow. Yeah. And uh, right now, it's uh, partly cloudy and 40 at the MyTalk Studios. Your weather brought to you by Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Thank you, Holly. This Thank is you. the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Let us not forget... Today is a big day for Donna Valentine, the elf. Yes, go get Donna. You are looking for Donna Valentine hidden somewhere on the MyTalk1071 website, mytalk1071.com. Click around until you find yourself a Donna and then click on her face and you can enter yourself to win $1,000. We're giving it away for the next two weeks on Lori and Julia's show this Friday and next Thursday. Am I right, Holly? Yes. At 5.30 in the p.m. on the Lori and Julia show. Um, we do Donna, have a hint. Go find Donna. The hint goes like this, and it will be very easy for you to figure out. To find Donna on a page, this show's nickname lives in a cage or in the desert. Mm. Hmm. I wonder what 
that means. I don't know, Team Cobra. I found Donna. She's dead. Did you dead. find her? Oh, well, oh yeah. okay. Duh. Did you say she's dead? <laughs> no, I found Donna. She said. Okay. Thank well, I you thought you killed Donna. She's dead. <laughs> and why would you be singing about that? Oh my God, that would be horrible. That. I found Donna. Oh. She's dead. Hey, guys. I found Donna. She's a corpse. That's terrible. <laughs> Equally terrible, this story about Kim Kardashian and her sister, Khloe Kardashian. Khloe. Khloe, who's the narrative around which is... Sad Khloe. Poor Khloe. Okay, so... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. First of all, this is from Us Magazine. Us Weekly uh, Magazine. Uh, Kim Kardashian had a, quote, really funny joke about Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian that didn't make her SNL monologue. Oh, also, what? that was like two weeks ago. Okay, so thank you. Ago? That is my first point, which is we're still, I bet it was longer than that. Months Bradley. ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Kim Kardashian, when she hosted Saturday Night Live, apparently, now according to the story. Well, yeah, she was like the second person to host this season, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. No, yes, she was. She was the second person to host this season. So this is back in the fall, and we are still talking about it. But according to um, according to Kim, October she, 9th. October 9th. Yeah, so like that's like two, two ago. solid months ago. Um, anyway, uh, a solid two months ago. Um, Kim Kardashian said to Us Weekly magazine or to some outlet, she said, oh, no, sorry, ID magazine. She said, quote, everyone in the family was like, you can do whatever you want. Everyone was really easy and game for me to do whatever I wanted. Um, Basically, she said, you know, we roast each other all the time. And so, like, everybody was all in on this. But then she goes on to say the following. Although I had a funny joke about Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian that I took out. I could have maybe gone further, but everyone was like, use me, do whatever you want. This is your time. They were down. That was super cool. Now, why, pray tell, would you add in there, I had a really funny joke about Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian that didn't make the show? Well, because she's got some issues with Tristan. I mean, also... Do you really think Khloe Kardashian, we have seen how Khloe Kardashian handles herself on social media with complete and utter strangers. Yeah. How do you think she would have handled this from her sister on national television? Well, I don't know that any of that's real, but what I do know is that that doesn't go along with the narrative of poor Khloe, right? Or I should say that this story helps further the narrative exactly of poor Chloe. Meaning that like, oh, I can't include that joke because, you know, Chloe's very sensitive. So she then goes on to say, I think people might not get that we're absolutely in on the joke. We have a sense of humor. We roast each other as a family all day long. Oh, None they're of, terribly no. mean to each other. Ready for this part? None of us are sensitive. <laughs> okay. That's a bald faced lie. Thank you. All of them. Because we've again 
We've seen Chloe's. Kim gets just as much blowback as Chloe does. Yeah. But Kim never engages it. Chloe is constantly engaging, clapping back, clap back, Chloe. Yeah. And again, that's, that's, I don't know that that's a true indication of what things really are. I think that's just the, you know, role that Chloe plays. Mm-hmm. Poor Chloe. Poor Chloe. Poor Chloe. Right. Well, here's one thing I do know for sure. Uh, I don't know it for sure, but I'm going to make an educated guess. I am, I'm pretty sure part of the reason she sort of dropped that in is because I bet when they release that Hulu, whatever series we don't know anything about, I bet we're going to get a whole bunch of what happened behind the scenes at Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. And there, I bet there was we'll a get film to, crew. Yeah. And I bet we'll get to see that joke. Is the point. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised of like seeing part of the process for sure. Right. But we definitely know that a crew was following her around. Kanye was there for the experience because he was, you know, providing uh, advice mm-hmm. and creative coaching uh, because, of course, you know, he's the expert and the, the talented one. Um, and so she needed to, you know, go to him for his advice. I mean, this, these are all tropes and like things that we've seen along the way, little bits and pieces. Right. So, right. yeah, for sure. Chris and Chloe were both on set. Uh, they had a bit, I think Courtney did too. I know that they did uh, like People's Courtney or something, or like a Courtney's, like they did a People's Court style sketch around Courtney. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if Courtney was in it or not, but it doesn't matter. The point is, the whole family was there. Yeah. But this story about this oh so hilarious joke about Chloe and Tristan not making it to the monologue again just furthers that that whole character that we have that they've built of Chloe that she's just too sensitive she can't handle this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole family's in on it and they're all benefiting from it. Well, Again, if you feel a certain way about a Kardashian, other than sort of from a distance and within the context of, like, within the greater understanding of what their show means in the cultural landscape, like, unless you're talking about things on that high of a level, Mm -hmm. if you have a personal feeling about any of the Kardashians, it is because it has been manufactured for you and... You you feel that way for very specific reasons, mm-hmm. and those reasons are Kris Jenner, because yeah. she has crafted, you know, a personality for each and every one of the girls, and those storylines that have published a, uh, headlines for you know over a decade. Have you noticed we haven't heard a lot about Kylie recently? I guess no. Well, probably. I know. Because she is facing some serious things and they want to distract from that. Well, and that's been. And so they're throwing other people out there. You're talking about Travis Barker. No. Or not Travis Barker. Excuse me. Scott. Scott. Uh, Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Thank you. Um, Because that was apparent from like the moment after. Because you'll remember very quickly there were narratives about Kardashians that did not involve those two forthwith that took the attention away. From the obvious elephant in the room of right. the tragedy um, at the Astro Land concert, and as you and as you said, Holly, like there are real charges coming down. Yeah, there's um, some serious yeah stuff happening. So on, they're on major damage control, and that's why they're throwing all the other Kardashians out there uh, and making news out of them. But don't forget, Kylie is still there, you guys. 
pay attention. Pay attention to what we're not seeing. That's I guess what I'm trying to say is like that's the that's the key with the Kardashians. Yeah. Is pay attention to what you're not hearing about because the silent thing is probably the most important thing. The quiet part. Um hey everybody, uh reminder, go find Donna Valentine at the MyTalk1071 website, mytalk1071.com. She said, not she's dead. Yeah, Holly God. Just needed to clarify. She's She's at the MyTalk1071.com website with a little elf hat on when you find her. Click on her face. Did you find her? Yeah. Click on her face and you will be entered. You can enter yourself, I should say, to win a thousand dollars. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys were doing it wrong. Uh, And I'll tell you why we're doing it wrong. But here's the question. What is the Christmas cookie that actually typifies Minnesota? Like, what's Minnesota's Christmas cookie? 651-641-1071 after this.